We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 254. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is the Sleet Mageddon episode. I should put some effects on that. You're pretty proud of that word, right? Well, I've used it a few times today. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a good sleet. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I want to talk about sleet in a minute, but... The last time we did the podcast, we were talking about the uh, potential for a big snow, five to eight inches, maybe a foot. Some places were saying 12 yeah. to 24. Uh, yeah. You know, we got spared on that one. Um, we were very Not lucky. everybody. We did. Well, we, yeah, we did because the temperature was right, right there, 32, 33. I mean, it was just above freezing. And I... I think personally, a lot more fell. Oh, definitely! It just melted. It melted. I mean, I think uh, I think I measured five inches here. I don't even know if I got that. Oh wow! And it we, would hit. It would hit the ground and it would melt. The ground was warm. Yeah, uh, true. The, the air temperature was right there. I mean, a lot of that snow fell before it was even thirty-two degrees. Yeah, it came down hard. I mean, we got to give it that. And it that's did. what I was trying it to did. tell everybody in the live cast. It's like, when this thing happens, it's going to come down. But the yeah. roads were fine. I mean... I got what I needed. I was good. <laughs> I didn't need a big snow. Did you? Oh, I'm good. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Well, I've always said, ever since ever since we've been doing the podcast, I've always said, I'm good with a big snow, but the roads are okay. It, it can snow two feet. As long as I can get out of my driveway, <laughs> I can get around and get to the store and do stuff. You Which know? you wouldn't be able to then. We had that band set up right through uh, Stone County up into Christian County. They did get it good eight inches or oh, plus. Oh, that's that. Uh, yeah. And like also through, down in uh, Arkansas. Yeah. Didn't it go through Crane? It was like through Crane. Yeah, and it did. Part of, now, did they get like 10 or something? or <sighs> Eight to 10 over there. Uh, parts of like Harrison, they got around a foot wow. down there in parts of Arkansas anyway. And uh, they a lot of people down there in Arkansas, northern Arkansas, from the Harrison into the uh, mountain home area, they were without power up until up until this past weekend. What was up with that? Because I heard that. I had no idea. They, yeah, they were saying, we don't have any Apparently, power. Apparently, well, the, the snow was, you know, it was a heavy snow. Yeah. And, and it did play havoc on some power lines down there uh even in the joplin area they had some power outages uh with that it was just uh, a really heavy snow yeah i mean that what do you think the ratio was like eight eight to one i mean uh, it was wet it was possibly dense. that's about that sounds about right yeah i think nws is talking about 10 to one probably but i think it was a little yeah. wetter than that personally <laughs> it was a wet snow 
So it wasn't it wasn't a good sledding snow. No. No, I think I think the it's a good snowman making snow. And I saw I well, went up the subdivision. There's little snowmen, you know, melting day by day by day. I saw a few. I saw a few. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Now, uh, do you know where Lanton, Missouri, is? I have no idea where Lanton is. Lanton, not really. Um, they got the record. I think it's South Central Missouri. Uh, they came in at a foot, and that was Missouri. It may be up. I don't know. Are, are you looking it up? Um, it's probably not, not a metropolis. <laughs> no, I don't guess. think so. <laughs> it's in Howell County, so it's near West Plains. Oh, okay. Yeah, so South Central. So, yeah, and they yeah. got it bad over there. But you know what happened after we got all this? It warmed up. Like, a lot. <laughs> and I think... Uh, it did. It, it stayed, like... I think the next day. Now, was that... Thursday, I can't remember when it actually actually snowed, but I know by Friday, man, that temp was just cranking. And Saturday, we were in the mid to upper fifties. Well, it snowed Wednesday. So we were Wednesday. out of school Wednesday. Well, Tuesday night into Wednesday. Okay, we did the time lapses on Tuesday night. Wednesday, we were out of school. By Thursday, school was ready to go. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then temperatures, because I, I, I recorded uh, with Marilyn's group on, on uh, Saturday, and we went in, and we got done, and I walked outside, and I'm like, it's almost 60 out here. It's like, what? <laughs> what's up with this? And then right. we had a cold front come through. I think that was that, that day or that evening or something, or Sunday. I, can see, I get all my days mixed up, because we recorded on Sunday again, and that temperature was, and it never got out of the 30s. So uh, cold front came through. I can't remember. It was it was recent. But now that brings us up to today. We were recording this on Monday, January 30th. It's about 830. Uh, Sleet my word. It started, like, when did it start? Like 11 or 10 or something? <laughs> it started yeah. early. It was it started as a real fine powdery mix of stuff. It was weird and then it started the sleet started coming down. So it just kept coming and coming and coming. Uh, yeah. And at first, you know, you had the freezing drizzle. That's what got the road slick. When that sleet started coming down, that had to have given traction to some of those roads. Of even course. Though they were still slick. Well, and our road condition group was just screaming today, yeah, 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 which is awesome. I mean, what people are doing, they're actually posting pictures of roads. That's perfect. That is perfect because everybody's like, oh, thank you, thank you. Now we can get this. And people are, you know, not only questions, people are actually giving reports. They're saying, I just drove from X to Y, and here's the road. Mm-hmm. You go real slow. I'm, that what is keeping mean? everyone safe. So I'm, I'm really proud of that group. I'm glad that happened. Yeah. Um, uh, models yesterday, uh, I think we both were looking and I showed Gary, uh, most of them, the short term models said it should start about two, three o'clock and then last into the evening. Well, we just, we just said this thing started way early and I looked at Gary. Uh, I, I wouldn't go in anywhere. I was supposed to have a recording session today. I said, no, no. ain't going to do it. And tomorrow... Um, I'm supposed to go in. We're going to make it up tomorrow. And I'm thinking, well, 
they graded my my road and spread, which actually you can see the road, and it looks like some of it might be trying to melt. There's been no cars, but those plows are out. I mean, in, at least are. in Branson. Uh, didn't you say you saw something? Where'd you see the Forsyth? City of Forsyth posted on Facebook that they were salting tonight. They weren't going to plow because they were afraid that was going to compact it down, make it a little more slick. And I see their point on that. You Makes know. sense, yeah. But uh, then then they're going to plow tomorrow, see if that salt would work tonight, overnight, and then start plowing tomorrow. Because, so. I mean, we're, we're, we're socked in. I mean, I think our weather station is at 20 degrees right now, and it's not going to drop a lot more. I mean, the overnight forecast low is 19, but tomorrow we're not going anywhere. I mean, 20... Not going anywhere. We have another quick little system possibly going to be moving through, too. So... You know, I don't expect it to be anything like today, but no, get some no. more sleep, a little well, bit more sleep. We had a train going on today because I, what I, yeah. I did a wide sketch on on radar, and when it started, and it was shoot, man, it was going all the way down to Texas and just streaming mm-hmm. in. So I'm like, is that riding the jet stream? What was what was going on? I, I don't know, but you know, they they uh, a winter weather advisory was issued about eh, 4 a.m. by what time did they issue a winter storm warning? About ten or eleven this morning. I, I don't know, but you you freaked out when you when you text me in all caps. It's like okay, something's something's gone down. <laughs> and then then well, you I s- wasn't expecting a winter storm warning. Me either. Me either, man. So, but I'm glad they did. You know, I think yeah, very smart. And then Tulsa popped in, and then Little Rock popped in, and everybody everybody and then, got one. But Little Rock, the Little Rock Central Arkansas, uh, and I didn't know this until you told me. Ice storm warning until Wednesday. Yeah, this is getting, Monday. It's getting uh, iffy over there. Yeah, and like that. that I'm watching one guy, radar right now. They, they all that's kind of moved into that area over there, but they get more uh, of a chance with these systems coming through. And I'll talk more about that on the model minute later. We got okay. not only tomorrow, but another system possibly moving through uh, later in the week. So really. Gosh, yeah, yeah, we 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 are all set up. Well, let, let me give a little scenario uh, of what's going on. Basically, the the jet stream is dipped down. It's coming down, kind of the Washington to California and hitting the Arizona, and then it's taking a left, and then it's kind of going up, pretty much right over us, going northeast over us. And that's why I'm thinking everything was riding, and then heading up to you know New York. So all this precipitation is actually headed to the northeast. But on the flip side, we've got a big upper level high pressure system over let's see the it's the the South Dakota Nebraska and Iowa uh, the the three corners there but what's happening is high pressure is counterclockwise so it's got the cold air and it is shoving the cold air to the southwest but at the same time the jet stream is going northeast so you've got this this diametric uh, wind pattern going on, and I think what's happening is we've got some mix down with the cold air from the high pressure at the surface, mm-hmm. and the jet stream is warming it up, which is exactly why we're having this sleet mageddon and the ice storms. Now, compared to, eh, it was like three or four days ago, the ice, <coughs> excuse me, the ice was kind of going up through I-44, but now the ice has settled way down into Arkansas. So we got spared from that. I, I think I think, you know. And tomorrow are they are they talking freezing rain tomorrow? Um 
more of a sleet, I think. More of a sleet thing. Well, I, I tell you what. Possibly uh, some freezing rain. Let, let's, let's get to your segment, and then you can tell us all about what's happening. So let's do that. Model Minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. So the Model Minute is now. So, Corey, it's all yours, man. What's going on? What do you want to know? We had sleet today. It's still showing up on the old models. I'm going to look at the GF, the, the GFS. It's just, you know, yeah, what yeah. I have up right now. And I always do precipitation first. Let's do a precipitation mm-hmm. sweep. We're going into tomorrow. A really quick moving system. It looks like uh, once it starts, it may be out of here within an hour, hour and a half, two hours. It's not going to be oh, that's a big good. system, a long-lasting system like we had today. Oh, good, because I'm supposed to go right recording, now. so that it'll hit and then go away. Okay, good. Okay. I, I, that's what I hope. I hope. A quick <laughs> mover. Uh, now, the forecast, I'm looking at it you know, side by side. They're calling for a 30% chance of uh, snow f- and freezing rain. So, yeah, it's, you know, if he, of course, yesterday or the day before, we had a 30% chance today, and they kept moving it up, moving it up, moving it up. Yeah. Until we got what we got today. So, um, it's, you know, it could happen. We'll see. The high tomorrow is 28 degrees, so, you yeah. know. But, but, but we're going to fast forward yeah. on into what I saw on, I believe it was a Thursday. Yeah. We have another little system coming up from the South Thursday now. This is different than the other one because this one has Branson in the red. What? In the red for a while. You know what the red is? It's freezing rain. Uh, Me no like. uh, I'm looking at about mm, Wednesday evening, 7 o'clock. I'll be home. It starts up. Okay. And then... You know, it doesn't. It's one of those systems that doesn't know. I know if it's going to be freezing rain or rain. Maybe we'll get lucky on this. Okay. And, and is that going to be a long laster? Say. I'm going to skirt on over here to the uh, okay. forecast grid for for Wednesday night just to see okay. if, it, if it, see what they're saying if they're seeing this. And it says a fr- a chance of freezing rain after midnight, and uh, another thirty percent chance. So, you know, it's. Definitely not for sure going to happen. We're looking at a 20 or 30% chance, but it is showing up on the GFS here. Yeah, because uh, when for, they start popping the 30%, that tells me their confidence is not that great. Yeah, well, that's that's winter weather for you. you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's out of here by Thursday. And then we have some interesting things going on later in the forecast loop here. Uh-oh. I'm talking about some, uh, you know, activity moving through possibly, what is today? What's the day? The 30th? 30th, yeah. About a week and a day, the, the 7th, you know, that's so far away. I, don't, I hate to touch on it. Well, and then another uh, batch coming through the 8th or the, or, you know, it's still the 7th or the 8th. And I don't see anything frozen, but I see a... Maybe a big rainmaker coming up. Uh, That's the one I down saw. Down the pike. Yeah. Say what? Like on the 9th or something? Yeah. Or something around there? Through the 9th. Okay. Right around there. Not frozen or anything like that. But, good. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm always good for rain. Of course, that's so far down. I was looking at temperatures earlier. You know, I sent you something from the Weather Channel that said, "Ooh, it looked like a big polar vortex heading this way." There's nothing like that on the model. I don't, I don't. Uh, they're they're becoming clickbaited over at the Weather Channel. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh yeah. Uh, hey, hey. Do you know what you know what this winter storm's name is? 
The one we just had yeah. today? Yeah. No. Mara. Mara? They call it Mara, but it's by M-A-R-A, which I, I see the on the Hughes Brothers, that's Jason's wife's name, Mara. So I need to text her and say, hey, your, your winter storm is really good today. <laughs> I'll text her after the podcasting. <laughs> you know, it's going to get cold tonight. Nobody's going to listen to this tonight, but it's going to, you know, yeah. it's going to be cold tomorrow. But, you know. It's January heading into February. I see nothing out of the ordinary on this temperature loop all the way through the end of this model run. Wow. So, because I've been hearing warm super ups cold, and then nothing clicks. super warm. I mean, yeah. we have 50s coming up. Other than that, nothing to write home about in the temperature department. I don't see any big polar vortexes coming down. Yeah, I mean, and I checked the other day on, on thermals. I mean, I checked more precipitation than thermals, but I wasn't seeing anything indicative of that. I mean, if we want to call this, I mean, wasn't it last year? When Remember when it was supposed to get freezing rain and we had the sleet mageddon with, with everything, and I went to stay with my mom for a few days? Was that last year? I, yeah, it was last year. Yeah, and about this time. You know, February, February is going to be the wacky winter month because in 2020, mm-hmm. we had that, stupid cold you know multi-day below zero and then the next year which was or yeah we no i think i don't know but february has been kind of the 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 black black sheep month or whatever i will say this for that wednesday night system that i was talking about 30 percent chance of freezing rain yeah um the gfs has us a bride about between uh, a almost a tenth of an inch of ice, so it's uh, something that we're gonna have to watch. Uh, something we're gonna have to watch. Of course, this is the GFS. I haven't even looked at the other models yet. It's oh. still, yeah, you know, we're getting close to being, you know. Well, if we're doing where, three days, go ahead. I mean, we got plenty of time on the pod, so I'm I'm real curious, especially. Because people are going to be listening to this tomorrow. I mean, uh, disclaimer, we're giving information that we're seeing tonight, so there could be changes. Yeah, but yeah. we're getting so close, it's pretty good idea. The NAM has it a little further south and to the east. I like that. Of course, that. the GFS has it to the east, the big heavy stuff to the east, the boot heel area over there. Oh, wait. The over, NAM okay. just has this right on the edge. Hmm. A, like one... Hundredth of an inch of ice, not not too bad on the nail. Oh, I could do a hundredth. Nothing yeah. like the GFS. Okay, let's see here. What? I wonder what the uh, the old go to the National Weather Service blend of models. Yes, is saying here. yes, because that's taken a whole bunch of models together. I'm very it, curious it, about it, that. It's a blend. Yeah. Oh, it's like a, a good blend of seasonings that I put in my chili. Wow. Oh. You know, I need to make chili. I haven't made chili yet this year. I'm going to look at the total ice on the on the uh, blend of models here. Well, okay. that's not going to do me any good. Th- this is so good because then people can kind of get an idea of what's going on. It's, and I know the Weather Service it's, it's, uses it's the MBM too. Say what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. NBM. National yeah, it's, it's not much. Well under a tenth of an inch of ice. Perfect. It's pushing all that... Uh, all that ice that the GFS is seeing over to the east of Boot Hill, down into Arkansas also, and over into Tennessee. So, oh. yeah, 30% chance. Oh, yeah, that sounds basically. about right. Yeah, we'll see, I can we'll handle see, uh, that. Which one wins? Yeah, I mean, I can totally handle that. That's 
yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what they're saying about precipitation down the down the pike here. Yeah, especially especially into like next Monday because that's our next pod. Uh, see, I have uh, some uh, models here that I don't know if you have. They're an ensemble, and uh, it's somewhat new to Pivotal. This this they they just added it just not too long ago. Oh. It gives you uh, the chances of the like a snowfall, the chances of a greater than four inch, a greater than six inch, kind of what the National Weather oh. Service posts their graphic. Right. They have something similar on here that you can look at. So, oh, that's uh, cool. Okay. I'm not seeing anything to you know worth worth looking at on there, but yeah. that, that's something that is interesting to watch. You know. I'm going to check that. I'm definitely going to check yeah. that. That's I'll yeah. show you when we're. See, we're not together right now. I can't show you what I'm showing, you know, oh, what no. I'm looking at. But next time we pod together, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to show you that. It's really cool, though. Yeah, it's kind of obvious Corey and I are doing this remotely because you can't drive. <laughs> we're we're ice right. and sleeted in. I, I mean, I can drive. I just didn't want to. Why, Down why, my hill? Why risk it, you nah, know? don't. No, don't risk it. Don't risk it. <laughs> no, don't risk it. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to. Nothing. Nothing too bad on the old uh, model minute today. Yeah. So, so this one that we're that we just year. went through—that's the one that's that's noteworthy. And then now we're just going to have little wintry blips every now and then. Right. Okay. That's that's where we're at. So yeah. I did forget to mention something earlier, um, and and I texted you this morning. Did you notice the the lightning sigs on radar? There were several in Oklahoma. <laughs> oh my god! I was kind of wanting one to you know. Get up here so I could hear some thunder sleet. We had some thunder sleet last year. Remember when we were doing those remotes? Oh, totally. And we had I was some loving it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it kind of just ended. There was a, a several strikes near the Tulsa area today. Did I noticed that because I posted the one radar loop, and then like the next couple of, of frames later, after I posted it, suddenly like ten sigs showed up. I'm like, whoa, what's yeah. going on? I, I do know got had some reports from uh Mount Vernon. There was some thunder there and oh shoot, oh. there was another place that said they kinda had a rumble. Uh yeah. And I can't believe one of the comments uh when I posted that, one of the comments someone didn't understand what is thunder snow. So I thought, ooh, that's good time for a weather school. So <laughs> yeah. so I I did that, and basically, it's the same. And Amy, the teacher, Amy Varashka. Varashka, okay. Yeah, I mean, she she was so cool, because she was asking, how is it possible? So I got to do a little weather school on that. So she wanted to tell her students, you know, about dynamics. And I looked at the, uh, what what I explained to her was, uh, of all the CAPES, CAPE stands for Convective Available Potential Energy. And there's several types of CAPE. There's a D cape, which is downdraft cape. Uh, there's SB, which is my favorite, surface-based. There's ML, which is mean layer or mixed layer. Uh, and MU, which is most unstable. And that is the cape you can look at. If you've got like 250 joules for kilogram, that's enough to throw some lightning in some of these things. Yep. And we were kind of there. Tulsa was definitely in the 250. And the 100 oh, yeah. was kind of up in southwest Missouri. I thought, okay, so... You know, and the dynamics, because remember the the uh, uh, difluent flow with the with the cold air going southwest and then the jet stream going north. It, it was just it was just a perfect setup. So, is that it on your model minute? That's it. Well, I tell you what, uh, I I I can't remember the last time I played this, but I thought what a perfect 
time to play this weather school is why is winter weather so difficult to predict? And this weather school explains why all the thermals, all the calculations, and just makes total sense so uh, everybody will hopefully understand. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. The National Weather Service predicted snow last week, but nothing happened. Why is winter weather so hard to predict? Winter weather proves to be quite a challenge for us forecasters. Models do a decent job in the spring, summer, and fall, but they get stumped with winter weather forecasting. Why? It's because there are other factors to take into consideration. Temperature plays an important factor in winter. The freezing line is a place in the atmosphere where temperatures reach the freezing point, or 32 degrees. In the summer, it's located tens of thousands of feet in the sky. In the fall, the freezing line lowers, and in the winter, it's quite low. Generally, systems producing rain move into the colder areas, and the precip mixes with or changes over to snow. Simple, right? Well, you'd think this would be a no-brainer when it comes to forecasting, but quite the contrary. The caveat is that the freezing line is never constant, and slices of the layers of the lower atmosphere may have different thermal profiles. Warm air punching in a couple of thousand feet off the surface makes a huge difference in precipitation type. Snow generated at 5,000 feet falling into a warmer layer just above the surface may be just enough to melt that snowflake and turn it into a raindrop. Sometimes this is a tricky scenario, and this is one reason the forecast changes quite a bit in winter. Another factor besides the temperature upstairs is the surface temperature. Using the previous example, a snowflake at 5,000 feet falls into a warm layer and melts. But if the surface temperature is back below freezing, then the liquid raindrops will freeze on impact creating a glaze of ice. If the warm layer is higher up, then the snowflake may melt and then try to refreeze as it falls into the colder air closer to the surface. In this scenario, the precipitation will fall as sleet. The snowflake turns into a raindrop, then the raindrop back into an ice pellet. On the other side of the coin, if the warm layer is at the surface, then snow generated upstairs may not have time to melt at all before reaching the ground. That's why it may be 35 or even 40 degrees at the surface, but we'll see snow. In rare cases, a dynamic system may provide enough instability that thunderstorms can develop. In winter, a lot of these storms can be hail producers. The reason 
is that the freezing line is very low, and any lift will propel the raindrops upward past the freezing line and create hail. Usually, the hail is small and non-destructive. However, in a very cold atmosphere, dynamic systems can create enough instability to make thunder snow. In this situation, a downpour of snow can accumulate quickly. It would be much easier to forecast wintry precipitation if the thermal profiles were more constant. Forecast models often change their solutions several times in winter as they try to take into account warm punches and fast-moving weather patterns. They're generally pretty accurate about 24 hours out from the event. Everything discussed so far happens when the surface temperatures are right around 32 degrees. Obviously, if surface temperatures were in the teens, then precipitation would be in the form of snow. A common myth is, quote, it's too cold to snow. Well, that has a small amount of validity for this reason. Colder air tends to be associated with high-pressure systems. Those high-pressure systems usually provide tranquil weather with colder temperatures since they come down from the Arctic. So in this case, a clear winter night can get mighty cold with little chance of it snowing. However, high pressure providing very cold temperatures can be penetrated by a strong low pressure system and shove moisture into the cold environment, and it could snow. It's hard to believe forecast model output five days in advance in winter. The weather patterns are fast moving and can change in a matter of hours. So, when you hear someone forecasting a major snow event 10 days out, then don't believe them. The bus potential is way too great. But, if models start predicting a winter storm only three days out, then we raise our eyebrows and keep an eye on it. If the storm is big enough and confidence is high enough, then the National Weather Service will issue winter storm watches. It's then time to prepare for heavy snow, treacherous driving conditions, and possibly ice. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you should understand how winter weather occurs. Did you know all those calculations? I mean, there's tons of them. The only thing bad about winter is the weather forecasts <laughs> because it varies Good throughout answer. the area. You know, one area could get an inch, one area could get eight inches, and you never can <laughs> guess, even based on the best models in the world, where that track is going to line up. And the weather people, the weather forecasters get the worst complaints during the weather because of that. You speak truth, my friend. <laughs> yeah, so you know. that, that is true. I mean, like you said before, a few days ago, they were saying a 30% chance, and then it increased to 40% the next, and then today was 80, and then it went to 100. It's like, ah, sure. we're going <laughs> to... That's why it's yeah. kind of worrying me that the 30% they're talking about Wednesday night could turn into 40, or whenever that is. Well, uh, you, know, you know what we call that? Something to watch. Exactly. I got to pull that graphic back out. But. All right. 
Okay, so let's get to the next segment, uh, which is in other news. I've got a couple of things. Uh, I saw this on the Weather Channel. I thought this was fascinating. Did you know that New York City has had no measurable snowfall so far this winter? New York City. I had never heard that. That's that's odd. I thought that was extremely odd because you think in New York, you think snow and crap like that. And they said the previous record for the latest measurable snowfall was January 29th, 1973. That doesn't mean they're not going to get any, but so far this year, they haven't. And I saw that today, so I think this they broke that record. Today's the 30th. <laughs> wow. Isn't that crazy? That I, is it crazy. Just, it just doesn't seem right to me, you know? But, hey, it's the Weather Channel. Winter storm tomorrow. So. <laughs> right. And the other thing, I have to give credit, uh, Shara sent me. I love it. Uh, Corey, do you know my favorite my favorite place, my favorite city name, I like to say? Ridgedale? Nope, but not far oh. away. Utkiagvik. Oh. Yes, Utkiagvik, which everyone should know because we've said it many, many times. I've said it many, many times on the podcast. Is Barrow, Alaska. And uh, she sent me this. This was, I think she sent this last Thursday. Uh, I forgot to get the timestamp. But uh, the... Uh, it says, let there be light today, which I think is Thursday, uh, last Thursday, marks the day when the sun rises for the first time this year in Utkyagvik, Alaska. So the sun has been below the horizon for 66 days. Uh, the sun rises at, check this out, 1.02 p.m. local time and will set at 2.06 p.m. Not a lot of sun. Hour and four minutes, right? there, <laughs> And it comes nowhere near to overhead. It's basically on the horizon the whole time. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know. I just can't. But just imagine it. the views. You know, if the, it was cloudy, you know, some clouds in the sky. You could have like an hour long chance to get awesome pictures of, of the sunset, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they do. They have beautiful stuff up there. Uh, a lot of sun pillars. Uh, did, didn't you get a sun pillar on your drone last week or something? Yeah, I did. It wasn't that pronounced, but there was definitely one there. I need to put the drone up. I, I usually wait till there's a little bit of cloud cover to get some color. I need to start putting it up when there are no clouds because that's when you get the good pillars, you know, with the ice yeah. crystals in the in the atmosphere. That's what I need to do. Yes, and, and that music. I didn't I do that one music that really kind of cool groove or something. I, th- uh, I think I did. I think I sent you that a yeah, while back. Well, I did a time lapse. Yes. Oh, the time. Okay. That fit and, perfectly. Yeah, that, was your, that was the music from you that you did. You put yeah. a little drum beat to it. Yeah, a little, little drum beat going, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, there you go. That, that Those are two things I had. I mean, uh, you, you haven't found anything over there? or um, No. Or I mean, <laughs> uh, the rover on Mars uh, just uh, gave the first Mars weather report. What? It's now be able to measure temperatures, and uh, it's picking up, you know, dust storms, phenomenons. They have dust storms on Mars, so yes. uh, it's interesting, you know, of of what what that thing can do until it dies, and they'll send up another one. Wow, I I, I saw a picture where it captured a bear's face. Yeah, wasn't that cool? That was kind of cool. I thought, is that real? I mean, I don't know. It was on Facebook, so it it's had something. to be real. <laughs> you know, <it's> not... 
I don't know if it was a bear. Yeah, it looked like a bear's yeah. face or something. Yeah. I, I'm waiting for that rover is going to turn around and go, zzz, and it's going to see a Walmart. You know it is. Oh. <laughs> you uh, know. No, it's going to see a Dollar General. Ah, there you go. Dollar, Dollar General, Walmart, and a bank, and a McDonald's. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what you got going. Well, the average temperature on Mars, you know what that is? Uh, okay, let me guess. Average temperature? We'll go Fahrenheit here. It's Fahrenheit. Uh, I would say five degrees. Minus 67. I was off just a little That's bit. That's the average. That's the average. Oh, gosh. You're talking it could go way down to minus 100 or something. Wow. Well, the, temp- the temperature fluctuates day and night around 50 to 60 degrees. So right around there. You know, oh, okay. It's kind of like Earth. Kind of. I mean, we the go temperature 20, peaks 30. around noon every day, which is, you know. But mm-hmm. Do they, they have clocks They on do those? definitely have a dust season. It begins in the spring. Dust storm season, nice. So it's interesting what they can figure out on, on from from that thing. They uh, a dust storm, the one they had last year. It says it really uh, kept the temperature colder because it was blocking the sun. You know, which that makes I can sense. See. So yeah, nothing on Earth here, but I got some. I got your Mars weather for there, sure. There you go. Someday hey. we'll get us a weather station on Mars. Ooh, I wonder if we can commission that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But Why not? You, you may have to go and change the batteries every couple well, of years. You can so. talk to Elon or whoever's in charge of that. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever's doing the space thing. <laughs> right. Okay. That, that'll be on our bucket list. How about that? <laughs> okay. That's all you got? That's all I got. Okay. Well, it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And it's time for the Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week. And, of course, we're tossing it to Corey. So, Corey, what is this week's Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week? Utgiag... Oh, no, wait. No. Uh, <laughs> the DGZ. Wow. The DG... Okay. So, what in the world is a DGZ? It's the Dendritic Growth Zone. Wow. That's where snowflakes are made. Oh, yeah. Are you? It's cold there too. Yeah. Roughly between ten below and twenty below, which you know it's like a freezer up there, basically, huh? So what you're saying is, the DGZ, the dendritic growth zone, is the snowflake nursery. Yeah. Oh man, how sweet! I guess so. <laughs> More like a freezer, but I wouldn't call it a nursery. Well, maybe not a nursery. <laughs> I don't know. I but yeah, I just thought that was co- born. I thought, I seriously thought we had had this before, and I checked the, you know, because I log every single weather word of the week. It's not up there. I thought, how perfect, because with the now, sleep. I've heard it before. Not even on a weather school or anything like that. Uh, I Well, it, I may have had it on a weather school, but it has not been a weather word yeah. of the week. I know that. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. So, yeah, so that's where they're born. And I thought it was appropriate this time because we've had all this this sleet and snow coming down. It's like, well, there's so much different thermals going on up, upstairs. Like, do you get freezing rain? Do you get sleet? Do you get <gasps> grapple, you know? Uh, oh, speaking of, speaking of that, you sent me, or you told me, and I actually saw it in the comments, uh, somebody from, was it Neosho, that, that claimed there was a... Pea-sized sleet? 
Well, I saw pictures of it. It didn't look like grapple. It looked like big sleet. And this guy, I don't think it's was sleet. a news anchor for forty years. He he kind of knows what he's talking about. He knows what grapple is. No so grapple. Grapple is not that. It, it was big. Well, I think it could be hail because sleet. And doesn't... I got some big big er here. I could see it bouncing, and it wasn't your. It was much bigger than pea size that was bouncing off my sidewalk today. Really? It almost looked like a hailstorm, just a miniature version of a hailstorm. Well, wow. wow. and, and to be fair, to everybody listening to this that's now shaking their fist at, at their, their podcast player, um, sleet and hail are pretty much the same thing. They're just manufactured much differently, and I thought that that pea-sized thing might have been hail because the freezing line is so low in the atmosphere. And we had lift, which we had the lightning strikes and all those thunder snow episodes over there in Tulsa. I figured we had some updrafting and that was kind of generating some low-end hail, but Possibly. I don't know. That could be. Definitely uh, could be. It, it just didn't seem Why like not? sleet to me. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a pro. So, I mean, we'll do that. But grapple, for anybody who wants to know, grapple is, uh, if you ever ever used a Q-tip, the little cotton on the end, which is kind of soft and fluffy, and you know, you're not supposed to poke it in your ear, but lots of people do. That's what grapple looks like. It's like a, what would you call it, Corey? Like a half-melted snowflake or something? It's just, it's light and fluffy and... I You know the, the ice you get from Sonic... <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that, that shaved out ice. For a few minutes, a second or two, it's gonna, it's kind of a <laughs> soft, right? Piece of that. It's kind of what I consider grapple. Uh, okay, I'll, 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 I'll take that. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Google it. There's tons of pictures. It's uh, not fully frozen. Right. It's it's ice. It's solid in this liquid, basically. You know, yeah, kinda, and fluffy. I mean, it's Can like a be. pillow. You could shove it in a pillow and sleep on. Okay, I've never tried that before. Have you? Uh, no, I hear they do that up there in uh, in igloos. You know, so ah, I don't know. Well, okay, I, I get know. that. We're going off the rails now. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm hoping this is it on the. <laughs> <laughs> the winter front. I mean, I'm supposed to go and record tomorrow. I think if I can just get on my driveway and go slow, I think everything is going to be fine. I already told my buddy Eric, it's like, you know, if I can't get out my driveway, I ain't coming. I'm sorry. I'll make up or do whatever. But if I can't get out my driveway, there, unless you want to come and get me and you don't want to come down my hill. <laughs> no. I don't know. We'll see. Temperature's not going to get above they'll get, you know, salt and plows out tonight and get get rid of what had has fallen now i'm looking at radar right now i got it's got it up on my tv and it's possibly some some drizzle falling after the sleep move through it looks like you know we got some uh, i have that on the precipitation depiction mode it's Mm -hmm. pink it's a little uh film of pink over us you know kind of like what was happening uh yesterday with that drizzle coming down oh that really faint yeah, it. yeah. The, the reflectivity doesn't pick it up, so that's what. Uh, sometimes I'll take a take a, a screenshot and I'll turn that exposure just way up, and then it just kind of. Now that's pops not going to do any favors for that sleet out there. No. If oh gosh. Drizzle no. did come down. That that would be that wouldn't be good at all. No, but you know the AFD the uh, the the American forecast discussion. That's not it. <laughs> 
What's the A stand for? <laughs> Area forecast discussion. They were talking about wow. some drier air moving in, and that would kind of mitigate, I mean, overnight, that would kind of mitigate the drizzle. So they, I'll, I'll read it again for the exact wording, but it, they were talking about some drier air. So what, whatever happens tomorrow would have to overcome that little bit of drier air before mm. it would you know, really get going. Unlike today, which was totally just sleeting all day long. I don't know. That, we need some warm days. I'm ready for some 50s and 60s. I don't see any 60s on the trends, but I see plenty of 50s coming up. I'm fine with 50s. I am totally fine with 50s. Hey, something I forgot. I was checking uh, during the weather school. I was checking the average high and low. I normally do that. The average high and low for Springfield for today is 46 and 25. So what I always do is add a degree or two. So for Branson, I would guess 47, 26. Uh, we are on the upswing. I mean, we got down to 44. That's what I was going to ask. Are they, are they uh, going up now? Yeah. Yeah, we're just slowly starting to go up now, and uh, and next week will be February, and um, wow. <clears throat> maybe I'll start doing some uh, some more with that averages because you know I agree with you. I'm ready for some fifties. I want to get out there and play some disc golf again. All I'm doing is putting in my basement now because I can't get out anywhere. Right. <laughs> and I've got a whole bunch of discs arriving on Thursday. New, brand new disc. I'll have to oh, take wow. a picture. So you're gonna be itching to get out there. Oh yeah. But I'll end up putting in my basement. Oh, well, I don't know. Now we're just blabbering. Got anything else? No, I don't. Okay, oops. Where is my... Hey, I lost my outro. Oh, here it is. Okay, keep talking. I gotta go find it. Rando lost his outro. He, apparently, he has that typed out, and he hasn't memorized it by now. How many... Pod- this is podcast number 254, and I still have no idea. <laughs> wow. I mean, I could fake it, but I just want to make it right. Okay, yeah. so to wrap everything up... Be safe out there. If you don't have to go out, don't go out. And just keep your eye on Stormdar Weather on our page on Facebook. Join our road conditions group if you haven't already. It's a fantastic place to share road conditions. If you've gone we had on over a route, 500 joined that today, by the way. 500 joined today? Wow. Yeah. So oh. we're up to what, 16? Or we're getting close to 16. Pretty close. Thousand. Wow. Great group, as uh, long as everybody behaves. Everybody behaved pretty much today, so I'm really happy about that. <laughs> so far. So far. We'll, we'll see. All right, well, I think it's time to wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this week, so be safe and join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs>